Hi there. Just before we start today, to let you know that this podcast has kind of been edited into the last inch of its life. A few technical issues, but we have managed to get there and we've managed to get the podcast out to you. Just be aware that Pete's daughter, Rosalie, does make her first appearance on a podcast. Hello and welcome to the Social Distancing Podcast. It is the 1st of May 2020 and it's been 39 days, that's five and a half weeks since the start of lockdown. Today I've got Ben and Peter with me. Hello Ben. Hi there, how are you doing? You alright? Oh, I'm all good and hello Peter. Hiya. So, to the pair of you, five and a half weeks, does it feel like five and a half weeks Ben? It doesn't feel like more than a week ago since we had our first podcast, if I'm honest. It's a bit, it seems to have flown by. The days have all blurred into one big, long week. And Peter, how, how are you finding it? Are you finding that it's as quick as Ben's finding it? No, it's dragging. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really, really dragging now. Um, I'll just look back and I think it was the 20-something 20, 20 of March that we last spoke um, on here. And... Um, yeah, it feels it feels longer than that. It really does. I, I've never been off doing a minimal amount of work for this long. I will be honest with you, it's I'm I'm sort of in the same camp as Ben. I can't believe where the time's gone. It's scaring me. I mean, when I was younger, I did have a bit of time off work, unemployed, uh, so I have done this sort of thing before. But my lord, I'm. The time's flown by. I think that for for me, it's probably the because I'm still working. Obviously, you guys are furloughed, but I'm still working. So I've actually found I've been because of just waking up early. I've just been starting work and working longer than I normally would. So it's just making the days fly by. Yeah, that would help a lot if I had a a routine like that. Then that would definitely help. I'm just trying to um, pick up jobs where I can um around the village you know trying to be helpful um and also just trying to plan jobs at home uh like it would be at work day so get up early you know have breaks at the same time but that's kind of wearing thin on the ground now because not only have um run out of jobs also run out of materials to do the jobs and it's not like you know it's not the easiest thing to go and pick up new materials so my partner is she's furloughed as well so she's i she seems to have a talent actually that I don't have is that she can pick a TV program and watch it for hours on end. So that's keeping her busy, but I, I'm starting to see the boredom setting in. Yeah. I, I, can't, I, I can't believe people that are able to do that. I can't, I mean a couple of episodes and that is enough for me, but I, I, I mean, you guys out there that binge TV shows, it's unreal to me. I can't even get through some of these series. No, I've had enough of daytime telly. I mean, it's just on in the background for me. It's just between, you know, I allow Paige to watch it between me gaming. That's all. <laughs> I would definitely not tell Paige to listen to this. If you're saying that you allow Paige to do anything, I think you're in for it. I think I, I actually, I listened to your uh, previous um, podcast, Pete. I've, I've listened to it twice now. So you've got two listens there, Nigel, because um, I'm obviously a professional. So I was doing my research and... I thought I think we should have got Paige on the on here instead of Pete because I want to hear her side of the story of what it's like with you being at home when you're normally away. 
Oh, well, now she's going to have to listen. Now she's going to have to listen. Now she's got an invite. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be a good invite to actually have to see the other side of, of yeah. a normal workmate. Well, no, she she um she listened to the episode that I did. Well, we listened to it actually whilst in the kitchen, and uh, she said, "Well, I know you're very good at talking, so you know that's that's what I expected from you." But also, you know, I raised it to her. I says, "You come on and give a different point of view." You know, from some, especially with someone who is she's actually going back to work um, this week, uh, where she works, they decided to reopen again, so she's got that to look forward to this week. So that's going to be interesting for yourself, holding down the fort with a with a new young one at home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to learn. Well, I, I've been learning when the naps are, when the feeds are, what the different cries they all mean. She's not talking, but apparently the cries mean different things. I just always used to think it was feed, feed, feed. But no, apparently not. You see, and, and Rosalie wouldn't be in this position, would she, if she was, if you were still working? So this is another casualty of the coronavirus. Well, yeah, that's all the bad habits you're going to teach. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But it, it does raise the kind of the bigger picture of um, if I was to go back to it. Say, me and Paige worked in the same place, um, but I'm not allowed to see my family. Then who's going to look after her? Because that is the plan that we have at the minute. You know, we both have very understanding parents that, you know, will look after her while we're working. Um, this is the kind of flaw in the rules, as it were. If you're allowing people to go back to work, but without the, the option to use the grandparents as childcare, and it kind of leaves us stuck. Yeah, we're going to get more people judging as well. It's, it's, it's going to be harder to judge, actually. Have you, have you guys found? Because I've started turning into, one, into a judger. I, I kind of stand at my living room window looking. I like Darth Vader looking out at the um, out of his um, Star Destroyer, just watching. Like, well, they're 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 one point eight meters away from each other. That's not two meters away. I don't know what's happened to me. Have you guys started acting like that yet? Judging, uh, yeah. judging me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I regularly do see people walking up and down my road. I, I live on a cul-de-sac, so um, the only people I tend to see are the people that live here. And I do see several of them walk several times a day, but uh, what do I judge? Do I judge them for doing it? Not really. They're walking around on their own, so they're prob probably not. The ones that I judge are the ones that are still playing on the park. So as I go for my daily walk, I'll find that there's people playing on the tennis courts that are nearby me. And then the other day, I saw eight lads sat around drinking and smoking weed. So <laughs> it's like, well... Fair enough. I guess it's not entirely working. No, no. And I, I kind of use the, the, the dogs as a kind of get out, you know, to maybe get out once more than once a day because, you know, I know that's technically breaking the rules, but whenever I'm walking around with a dog, nobody keeps, you know, nobody sorts, you know, sort of looks at you and thinks, what are you doing? Um, it's kind of a little get out clause that you can have. Um, but the most frustrating thing I see is, um, Family is going to the shop. So, you know, they pull up in the car, they get out, all four of them get out and go into the shop. Uh, see, me and my partner have got a deal. I do the driving, she goes around the shop while I sit in the car and read, <laughs> which it suits me quite well. I'll not explain our deal. It involves <laughs> one person doing both of them. Um, and it isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we should definitely get Paige on next time, Nigel. Yeah, it sounds like she's the one that's actually going out and doing things then, yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, it, it, my I mean, my social interactions are still down to just shopping, and that's about it. I'm going out and about, but as I'm walking around, all I'm doing is sort of playing Pokemon Go as I'm spinning a few stops. But there's no chatting to anyone or anything like that. But the only time I'm chatting with people and stuff is people in the shop, and they're almost forced to chat to me because they're serving me. So, <laughs> so I found that I, well, I haven't been out other than my one drive a week to the shop. And even in that, I obviously don't get out of the car. So in 39 days, was it 39 days? 59 days. 59 days. No, 39. It is 39. It's 39. <laughs> yeah. I would believe 59. Though. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it 2021 yet? We're going to get there, aren't we? We'll we, get there eventually, yeah. yeah. But in, in my 150 days of being at home, I haven't actually been for a walk Oof. At all. I know. I can cope with that. We walk every day. You know, every day we'll, we'll try and walk as far as we can, go down to the farm, see the farm animals, and, and, and really make the most of it. Spend as long as we can outside if we're only doing it once a day. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's, that's the thing that's keeping me sane. But living out in the countryside, it kind of is easy to do, and you can do it without really bumping into anyone. It sounds like a good deal being able to go and see farm animals. See, what me and Nigel have to do is go and see those people on the park smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we may do with sheep. <laughs> going down to the shop, it is almost that they're forced to talk to me, but you can almost see it's quite nice down at this local shop I go to because there is a guy there who works there who is one of the jolliest people going, who is chatting to everybody as they're coming through the store and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is great. This is... It, you are serving that role of bartender, sort of oh, need some do somebody to chat to or something. So it does add a, a, an extra layer. But the uh, the walking around, I mean, when you've not got much near you, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hold my hand up here and say I haven't been out of the house now for three days. Oh. <laughs> I probably should go outside at some point. I just can't. I can't. It just gets me mad. It just gets me bad being inside, especially when when my inside hours are spent doing not, you know, sitting down watching telly or gaming, like I say. So I kind of feel like I have to go outside to balance my life a little bit. Um, And obviously having a young daughter um, that kind of she gets she's starting to get frustrated as well with not being able to go out and she sees, you know, she's starting to take things in. Um, so being inside all day, she starts getting like, right, that will shut you up if we go outside, and and it works, you know. So it's kind of what draws me to be a bit more active than I normally would. Yeah, that's an interesting point, actually, because I know there's a lot, especially people I work with, who they probably sit inside for days on end anyway. But now they're forced to; they're actually making an effort to go out for a walk. So there's kind of a, a strange positive there. Yeah, mine's gone the wrong way because as, as an engineer, I'm out on the road, I'm outside and stuff like that. I'm used to being out and about. I'm used to doing physical work and stuff. Uh, it's me sitting down at the computer is, uh, I guess it's a shock to the system and the body, but at the same time, I just, I think the mind is the problem. Getting that energy and that drive to get out, get out and do something. Yeah, I've noticed there's been a big drop off in when when we sort of were first um, locked down if that's the right word um we there was lots of people making effort there was lots of 
parties on videos and people talking and WhatsApp groups being set up saying, hey, it's all right, we can do what we can talk on here. And that's gradually dropped off to the point where if I'm messaging people, they're not even replying. I think they're just kind of going in on themselves. Yeah, there was a kind of novelty to it. It's what, what I noticed as well. Um, people, you know, made groups or people would um, make more of an effort to sort of message you first when they would usually be the one to to not make the first move or something. Um, but uh, yeah, I've noticed that now I'm only really talking to the people I would have normally talked to. Um, nothing's really changed now. And yeah, has the novelty worn off? Is that what it is? Do we just all want to get back to normal again? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think I think we do want to get back to normal. And even I know my work colleagues will find this strange, but I'm ready to actually work again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that does sound weird. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm ready to be out and about and doing things and seeing different people and seeing different places, like my job allows me to do. Because yeah, it gets to a point where if I'm left to my own devices. I will sit on a computer for 14 or 16 hours a day yeah. achieving yeah. nothing. Yeah, there's no way that's good for you. Mm. And I think that's that's the big thing that you know, worries me most, not just about me, but about other people, is that health-wise, we have to look further than the virus for health. You know, the health implications will go on long after this virus is gone. You know, well, not gone, but once we've got on top of it, this is people's. You know, I don't. I'm not an expert in it, but surely, you know, people that may not realise that they have mental health issues, that will start to come up. You know, people that have never had it before, they're going to find themselves really struggling for the first time. Yeah, and I can, I can see that. I can feel that myself. I mean, uh, I'm somebody who has struggled before, uh, and I am. I'm up and down now. I'm definitely up and down. Uh, I get my good days. I get my bad days. Today was a very good day where I woke up this morning. Now, people are going to laugh, but I woke up early this morning at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I woke up and I said, right, I'm not staying in bed. I'm not lying around and just looking at my phone for the next hour, two hours or whatever. I'm getting up. I'm doing something. But the problem is, generally, what I'm finding is I'm going to bed at five in the morning and I'm waking up at one or two in the afternoon. My body clock has completely gone. Yeah. I don't know what to do to pull this back. At this point in the podcast, we sadly lost Ben, but managed to get him back. But our thoughts kind of went off track. So... We're resuming now in the middle of something else. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think it's, for someone that's always been very confident uh, in, in myself and, you know, I've, I've always been like the life, well, I think I'm the life of a party or whatever I try to be. It's been quite hard to be confined in a house with um, two people closest to you because you end, they end up getting on your nerves. And, and vice versa, probably. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 yeah, I think it's more the other way, actually. Um, I'm, I'm very hard to be around all the time. And anyone that works with me will know that, you know, as Toby, for example, we worked a lot together. And, and by the end of a couple of weeks together, we've had enough of each other. So imagine having a whole month with me, you know, and that's, that's why I've always done the, the type of job that I do, because I know people can only cope with me in small doses. 
and at the minute it's kind of like right i want to do this this and this with the house and Paige is going no 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 we do it my way and that's where the friction is <laughs> I, I don't, you shouldn't put yourself down i mean i've been speaking to you for about seven minutes i'm not completely fed up yet so no no give it another five or so you know and then <laughs> we'll wrap up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not that bad yet I guess you're not finding that. Are you finding it uh, that bad, Ben? Because I guess with with you working, you still um, you've still got the time away from each other, you and Kate. Yeah, we the the interaction between the two of us is. I think it's probably I'm, I'm with Pete on this one. To be honest, with you. I think I'm probably more annoying than Kate is. So I, I, we've I've been the conservatory most of the day, so the, we've kind of seen each other at the same times that we normally would. So I'm finishing work, going through and seeing her about four, apart from today. So she get an extra bit of time. Um, but the other morning I was up. Uh, it was only it was about half past six, and I thought, right, I'm going to stick on. I'm going to say it because it wouldn't be the podcast about it. I popped on Disney Plus, and Kate followed up, <laughs> and she just looked at me and said, "Are you sitting there all day?" And I thought, ah, this is. I, I'm a. I think I'm a four week person. I think after four weeks, you never want to see me again. So that's that's the limit with me. Um, but. I've not got fed up with seeing Kate yet, so. Oh, okay. Who loves each other the, the, the most, hey? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nige? Is your brother still working, you know? Yeah, or... the, um, my brother's still working, and he works nights. Uh, but with my body clock has almost moved on to his sort of <laughs> night shift pattern. So I'm waking up in the afternoon about, like I say, 2 o'clock or something like that. I'm not going to bed until five in the morning. Well, he's he's not coming back from work until about half six in the morning. So oh, right. the, the, this is uh, this move for me is it's actually all right for me to be moving on to this time, kind of, because it means I get quite a lot of time in the house where he's at work anyway. So I'm yeah. either asleep or he's at work. So we, we're still in that situation that we're far enough apart from each other in like time and job wise that. We don't see loads of each other. I mean, we've had an afternoon again this afternoon. As I said before, we're, we're playing a bit of a rock band, just a bit of something to do together. And I'll probably go and get some beers this, uh, this evening and uh, we'll we'll catch up, see what's going yeah. on. But, um, yeah, I'm going to uh, talk to him about getting him on um, to, to talk with us because he's in an interesting situation where he's still working. Uh, but it's a very unusual sort of place where some of the people are furloughed and some of them aren't yeah it'd be interesting to to hear another point of view um you know like and and obviously as well with Paige when she goes back to work this week it's i want to know what it's like to work at this this time really if you're out you know dealing with the public um it must be are they acting differently are their behaviors differently so yeah it'd be a nice um nice perspective well, the coronavirus is actually going to be um, sort of the, the the second issue going around soon because I've been I, I noticed something going on which was uh, just as terrifying is that last week there was a huge asteroid hurtling towards Earth. I caught sight of something about that earlier today. What is this? Enlighten me. I haven't actually heard anything about this so far. Well, the the, the big problem with this is that I've actually been reading quite a bit just 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 fiction just to keep myself busy and i was reading a good book it's called end of the world running club which i did sort of think well, this is a bit ironic i'm reading a book about the end of the world while locked in while there's all this stuff going. <laughs> but it's okay because it's about asteroids falling on the earth and then 
straight away look at the news asteroid coming towards earth and this asteroid is i've, uh, I've taken a big interest in this because i'm i'm a bit i don't have a basement you see so I'm, I'm i'm sort of formulating a plan for survival but it's the 1998 or2 i think that's the how you would pronounce it or break it up asteroid which is passing about three million miles away from earth so it's a close one yeah that got me even more nasa's not worried about it oddly because it's only three million miles away and they've got some technology that maps asteroids coming towards the earth and they can tell asteroids that will probably hit the earth within a hundred years and the article i was reading says you'd think there was loads but don't worry there's only 23 and i thought <laughs> 23 <laughs> that's one asteroid hitting the earth every four years yeah oh dear that could, could be interesting. Maybe the uh, maybe that will wipe out the coronavirus, or just uh, just just add to it. We can uh, we can go through two crises crises at the same time. Well, there is a positive. It will give us more episodes of this podcast to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we might be socially distant. Might have problem with electricity at times if uh, the world really does go down the pan. Well, it's nice to know that an asteroid is going to finish us off instead of the five G masts. Oh yeah, yeah. There is the five G mass uh, now down at the uh, the local uh, the local uh, supermarket that I go to. There is a homeless man that stands outside uh, looking for change or art drink. But what he does, he tends to talk to everybody about the five G mass and mm. how it's killing everything. Do we need to enlighten anybody further? Well, the people that you know burnt down their masts in Birmingham and Manchester and Liverpool and wherever they were. Um, they probably have microwaves in their home. Yeah, probably. Probably eat, eat most yeah. of the dinners via the microwave. So they should all do themselves a favour and stick their head in said microwave. <laughs> and it might sort them out a little bit. Because it's, it's, I think it's nonsense. It's nonsense what you know people have, have driven to. But there will always be conspiracy. And there will always be conspiracy theorists. So leave them to it. Just don't set fire to things. You can think what you want, but just don't go burning things. Yeah, the um, conspiracy podcasts is something that has been on my radar for a long time. I tend to use them to help me to fall to sleep at night. You're quite into that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've always... I, I don't believe a lot of conspiracies. I'm not massively into them, stuff like that. But I do like to hear differing views on things. So, uh, Plus, they do help me get to sleep because some of these people can be so inane and boring <laughs> I, probably, I find them hilarious because i just think that a lot of the um a lot of them aren't based on actual facts really are they they're just based on the coincidences i think that there is a conspiracy that most conspiracies are real oh that's deep yeah <laughs> <laughs> the concerning thing for me is that most conspiracy theorists are american and it does make me wonder uh, about the state of mind of those people at times when there is one country above all that seems to have all of these people, whereas other countries just go, um, no, this, this is fine. This is just how it is. So please tell me, if you are American and listen to this, please tell me why it's your country that breeds these people. And that brings us neatly on to something else, else that has been going on in the news since we last spoke, and that is people in America injecting themselves with disinfectant. What's going on there? Well, if, if the president's advising it, then why not? Well, they are probably the same people who voted for him. 
<laughs> well, it's a it's a clean body, clean mind sort of frame, isn't it? Isn't isn't that what people usually think about? The, if you you clean your body, and... but, but it's okay. He was only joking. Apparently, he was only joking. So, um, in in a serious press briefing, he was joking. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I, <laughs> I, I with at the risk of only picking on America in with uh, the stupid advice in these times and, and and stupid politicians. I saw a video today of Nigel Farage out clapping for the carers using a pan and it was the most pathetic pan bashing i've ever seen <laughs> have, have you have you seen this video i have not no you'll have to send it to me I you'll, you'll, have, you'll, you'll have to search it out it looks like a scene from alan partridge is there much clapping going on in your areas uh yes there is um the even uh i'm just live like i say on the cord sack uh it is quite noisy around here uh but i mean it's quite a built up area still that i live in so you can hear people and um it with it being yesterday uh when it happened uh i was actually playing on world of warcraft at the time um with uh with people and we actually stopped in the uh the dungeon that we were raiding yeah yeah got onto nerdy side of things. Uh, we, we stopped just before eight o'clock so people could go out to clap and then come back in and then carry on. So even the people that I was actually on, playing on a computer game with stopped, took the time, and then came back in. Oh, that's fair enough. We, we, we don't see it a lot here, obviously. You know, it's a little, not, not the most built-up area. Um, but, yeah, it would be nice. It'd be nice to see. And I think it's nice that we do take... A moment to appreciate um those that are doing such a difficult job at this time you know even but i just if i see the postie in the village i just say you know i just i just make sure i talk to him or at least you know when i'm walking the dogs or whatever or i see anyone you know just make take the time to to chat i think that probably means more to them that you know that you just take take a minute out of your day to talk to them yeah absolutely have you been out giving uh chris's wolf whistle ben uh well it I, I, I'm, I, I, this does not mean that I appreciate anybody less, but I have missed a couple because I've lost track of what day it is. And last night I was in the bath when, when the clapping went off. And I didn't, I, if I'd have run out, you've got a completely different type of clapping going on. So I didn't, I didn't do it last night. But um, the, the wolf whistle is yeah, definitely going to be a thing. So. Yeah, with the um, the people that are out there still working, who are you finding? Who 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 is still working out there that you're seeing the most of, or feeling the benefit from the most of from yourself? Amazon delivery drivers, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, and, and just the posties as well. You know, um, our posties quite chatty anyway, but. He says he's getting a lot of people saying thank you and coming out to see him. And he's like, the whole point is you don't come out <laughs> to see me. Just, you know, keep your letterbox clean and I'll be happy kind of thing. But um, um, I'm finding that um, it's it's something that, uh, yeah, it's been a consistent in my life for a long time, but oh, food delivery. Oh, food yeah. Delivery is still a thing. The, because, uh, because you can get that, right? Yes. Oh, we, I went on Just Eat and nowhere will deliver here that is open. Um, I'm still able to get six, 60 plus restaurants to uh, deliver to me here. So um, but we have had a few deliveries now. I'm trying to keep it to a minimum because I am eating more than I'm actually moving. So do need to be careful <laughs> with that. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, but the fish and chip shop around the corner from me is open as well. So I've been uh, jump, jumping down to there and uh, making sure that uh, I, I, I'm keeping them up and running. You're sport for choice. Really am. You're a hero, if anything. You, you're doing your you're, bit for you're society. Your bit. You That's are it. keeping your local economy running, Nigel. That franchiser, uh, <laughs> franchisee tag that the company have given me. Keeping those, uh, those food places up and going. I'm trying to. I, mean, I am trying to order from the the smaller businesses, the family businesses, rather than the the, the bigger chains and stuff, because I think it's them that will feel it the worst. So, uh, trying to stay away from the big names at the minute. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what we've done with um, meat and veg deliveries, or you know, try and get any veg local and from farm shops or stuff, and the meat as well. We filled the freezer up over the local delivery as well um because obviously they they need us more than ever now uh, rather than your big supermarkets so and and obviously it's much easier you know that you don't have to wait for a slot it's just a local farmer so yeah we've been doing exactly the same thing i was gonna i'm glad you jumped in there pete because i said we had a great big box of vegetables delivered and i didn't want to be that guy after knives talking about his franchises and he goes, <laughs> well i had some carrots <laughs> but yeah we did we had a great big box and it was from a local store and it was all, it was all nicer than you would normally get actually so i might carry on doing that even after we were, uh, were able to go shopping again moving from food to fitness how are we doing how are we, are we keeping ourselves fit are we happy with the level of fitness we're at i'm trying i was i i, I did think in, in a in a usual uh, section of this this show of uh, doing a, a sofa exercise for you but i thought i'd feel a bit of a fraud because i've i've been drifting off i've been each exercise session is is down to one exercise per body part now so and that that's every other day it's not much <laughs> a session so i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna insult anybody by trying by preaching to them that they should be exercising on their sofa um i, th- I think i think i've been okay i think I it's not necessarily as much exercise as I would like, or what you would deem as like sporty exercise, like running and that. But you know, I do a lot of housework. I do a lot of um, done a lot of work in the house. Uh, done a lot of walking. Just generally active. I don't sit down much apart from in the evenings. So, and and getting up on time is is a big thing for me. And getting up before eight o'clock is a big thing that I'd like to do. Um, and I've kept doing that. So I've got to be I've got to be ready to go back to work because my biggest worry is they give me the call and I, I have to call them back and go, no, nah, I need a couple more weeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> because I'm not ready. You know, when I, I, when I get the call, <laughs> I will need a couple of weeks. You yeah, you, we better give you quite a bit of warning, Nigel. If, you, if you're um, if you're consuming more than you're moving, then that's slightly worrying. I probably won't recognize you. Um, I, well, to be fair, I was ready to come onto the pod today and say, um, but feeling good, feeling like I'm maintaining weight, I'm not gaining weight and stuff like that. So I did have a quick wonder upstairs just before the pod and I, I got on the scales and had a look and went, oh, mm. I need to do something. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not the easiest to do, you know, this time because, you know, obviously gyms are all closed. I know you can go out road running and stuff like that, but, um, it's it's having that motivation more than anything else. You lose a lot of motivation with this time because it's of, of obviously your friends and your family and it keeps your sort of well-being up. 
but everything's just seemed so doom and gloom at the minute. So it's hard to get that motivation to really go out and do some regular, you know, decent exercise. I'd I'd argue against that actually because I think if you, now you're taking if you're taking your dog out for a walk, there's going to be more eyes on you judging you. So this is the time to look your best. You, know, <laughs> you never know who's going to be judging you. <laughs> Honestly, in this village for the farmers, I do look the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of lumps and bumps around here you know so um yeah i'm a bit out of place here i don't i don't mind so much maybe maybe for you guys i don't know i think the the worry i've got is i think with no end in sight right now or no idea of what the plan is what's coming i've completely switched off i've mm. just i've sort of let my brain just forget about things like complete self-neglect it is at the minute. And I kind of need to know when the end is so I can sort of work to a goal. Yeah, well, it stops you um, stops you doing what I'm doing for the past few days, going, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Why do I have to do it today? I've got tomorrow. I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. So because I did a lot of stuff in the first two weeks, I'm starting to now go, yeah, I can do that tomorrow. And there won't always be a tomorrow. Eventually, things will have to go back to normal. And I won't be as... I'll look back on this time and go, I could have done a lot more. So You've got me worried again here, Pete, because I was worried about the Astro, but you've just said there's not, there's not always going to be a tomorrow. Now, this is... <laughs> <laughs> do do oh, you know no. something I don't know? No, I'm usually the positive one. I don't know how that came out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, what I meant is that we won't always have this time to just get up and do what I want to do. That's that won't, you know, I can't get used to going, I'm my own boss today because eventually somebody will be telling me what to do. Actually, no, that already happens. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, there won't be that freedom anymore. And there'll be all, I'll go back to work and I'll go, all these jobs that I want to do and I'll be cramming them into the weekend again when I could have made the most of this time. I've raised that point now, and and I'll I'll still not improve upon it. <laughs> Do you think then on that point that things will go back to how they were before, or will your working lives, home lives, can just change permanently forever now? I think I will appreciate um, so when I when I I work away till Thursday, Monday to Thursday usually. And when I'd come home, I'd usually be like I'd just close myself in. And then not do a lot and kind of prepare for Monday is what I would call it. Um, but now it'd be like, right, this weekend we're going to your parents' page. Next weekend we're going to my parents. And then the week after we'll go out and we'll go and do something. And we'll, you know, it's I've never really appreciated the freedom so much. You know, I can just stay in if I want to stay in. I can just go out whenever I want to go out. But I miss doing all them things without realizing I enjoyed it so much. So I will definitely make the most of my weekends and my time at home once this is over. I won't be at home a lot. I'll be out doing things. And that will happen more, I think. It's a good message. Yeah, I think one thing we'll find, it's going to be strange for us when we go back to work because it won't go back to normal. No. Certainly, in the interim, in the interim, we would we'll be we'll, we'll be in a position where maybe we're not staying away. 
maybe we're coming back home every night rather than staying away. So that will be a change of the way that we work, a way that we, we usually deal with things. So it could be caused longer days and the likes and even less time for ourselves. So now we've got all the time we need. And in the future, it might be the case that we've got much less time because of the, the change in the way that, uh, that we'll have to work. Um, so it's going to be an interesting. It's going to be interesting when we get back to work to see how everything sort of settles. But it doesn't feel like we're going back to work anytime soon. It doesn't feel no. You know, I know we're past the peak of the virus, but I don't think we're past the peak of our time off. Yeah, well, we're waiting for an announcement as of next week, aren't we? Which is it next week now that we what for an extension or? Yeah, I believe it's the fifth. Yeah. Seventh, 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 seventh. Yeah. No problem. Um, so we'll know better next week how, well, what the next plan is for the government. Yes. There were some hints dropped yesterday in the briefing um, with regards of the, the exit plan. But Boris was very keen not to put any dates on things. He says we would just be setting out what we would do when we meet certain targets, not we'll do this within two weeks, we'll do this within four weeks. It was definitely a target-based approach that they're going for. I think that's the sensible way to go as well. Definitely. You can't put a date on it at, the, at this moment in time. Nobody can put a date on when it's safe to let people back to work, what's going to happen. If this country, there are countries out there that are sort of lowering their, their lockdown level and letting people out, it would be, would be good for us as a country to take a look at them and see what happens. If they pick up a second wave of infection, then it's gonna, they're going to be going all the way back through it again. Um, it's, it's almost inevitable that there's going to be a second wave at some point, but it's just it's when does it happen and how many people does that kill off before we end up back in lockdown again? Are we going to be in a position where we let people out too soon and more people die because of it? I mean, it's it's not a great thing to want to think about. And I like to keep this podcast lighthearted, but at the end of the day, we've got to think about people's lives and not just the fact that we're sat inside doing nothing. No, exactly. And it, it, it kind of disappoints me that they want to put on a number of how many people is it OK to die a day before we go back? Well, it's not OK for anyone to die. It, it Not at all. But I think we've got to have an element of realism towards it that you will do more damage holding us in for so long. You've got to, you know, strike a balance where we accept people will die from this virus probably for years to come, you know, for the, certainly the rest of this year, until that vaccine's available to everyone, um, then people are going to die. And it's basically, that's, that's, that's how it is. But yeah, but we've got to strike a balance. And I think that's what they're going to aim to do. You know, they're going to set figures of, we can keep it below this amount of hospital admissions or deaths or however they want to do it, then we'll be out again. And I, I think that's probably the fairest way to do it. And if it creeps back up, you know, we've then we've got to, yeah, go into lockdown again. Although the the the, um, the situation with us working, is there any of the sort of normal things that you'd be expecting to do in your life that you're struggling to get done because of lockdown as such? I know, Peter, you were uh, you were 
discussing with me earlier that you're trying to get your car insurance sorted. How is that going? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, sat on the computer for three hours this morning um, in a queue um, because my old, well, basically I got my renewal coat and as ever, when you get your renewal coat, it's awful. So I wanted to change my insurance company and you have to, none of the call centers are open. Well, none of the call centers are open for the, the, the two insurance companies I wanted to deal with. So I had to sit in a queue. I was 164th in queue um, and just had to sit there until I could talk to someone online. They sorted that out. Then I had to go through the same process again to um, start my sort of new insurance for the car. And it took a lot longer than a phone call would have, you know. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a faff, really. I've, I've got a bit of a Nadine question. You probably won't even remember this. But while you was on hold, mm. what was the song that was playing? Oh, no idea. Yeah. Well, every <laughs> song I've heard just lately, I don't know if people are doing it on purpose, but it seems to have some kind of link to the current situation going on. And I don't know whether it's it's a purposeful thing or whether I'm reading into things too much. All right. Okay. All right. So we, we just put on the radio and it's the end of the world as we know it is playing. And it's, just, <laughs> and it's things like this. And I'm wondering, is it DJs having a cruel laugh? Probably. I was, I was wondering if we had the same thing with the hold music. I didn't want, I just, uh, it's me being paranoid, if I'm honest. I think everyone's out to get me with, since the asteroid, to be honest with you, since I've read about the asteroid, now I've become paranoid. Yeah, I think this is getting to you more than you realise. It probably is. So <laughs> maybe I'm not okay with being inside. No, 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 I'm definitely not. Definitely not. It's, it's, it's you've got the two, the um, introverts are thriving at the minute and the extroverts are going mad, as it were. Yeah, it's quite nice being inside, you know. Yeah, because <laughs> for the most life part, life goes on for you. Basically, it's just business as you were, really, for Nigel, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah. When you don't tend to see that many people or talk to that many people in general, um, yeah, having um, spend, spending this extended time in uh, lockdown or confinement is uh, it's almost like a normal weekend for me. But I am, I am absolutely ready to be out and about again. I am ready to have a night out in Nottingham. And that is a weird one to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I think we're already for a night out after this. But yeah, I, I, I could do with a, 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 a cheesy or a rocky night or something like that out, out on the town. Oh, just to, I mean, I, I've had in my head now, I'm like, this is the first year for ages I've, I've really wanted to get away on holiday. I'm like, yeah, I want to go somewhere really nice and peaceful and quiet. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to think about holiday for another couple of years now at this rate, surely. No, definitely. Definitely. That's, I think the last thing that they'll open up again, won't it, is um, holiday resorts and... Now, I did see that um, the EasyJet were talking about when they got back to flying again, they were going to sit people at the window seat and the aisle seat. Mm -hmm. Now, please explain to me this one thing. People are all on the aeroplane. They're all inside the aeroplane. There's the air card and the air filtration and recycling systems going on there. If one person's got it, all everybody's getting it. Yeah, right? you're all breathing the same air, so... 
it's madness to think that it's that um, could, more a psychological thing than anything else yeah. to get people on the planes to look like they're doing something. Yeah, they, they also tell you that if you put your head between your legs, it'll protect you from that mountain you're going towards. So I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But they'll be recommending you stick your head out the window for some fresh air next. Well, I tell you what, guys, it's been uh, it's been great to chat with you both today and uh, catch up a little bit. It's a difficult time, of course, that we're all going through. But yeah, nice to nice to keep in touch still. No, indeed, and it's 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 nice to be able to um, talk about these things and. And to talk to a different voice, you know, every once in a while. Thanks for being on, Ben. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem. And cheers, Peter, for being around. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you'd like to keep up with what's happening, then follow us on Twitter at the SD underscore pod. Any questions you have for the podcast, please send these to the sdpod at gmail.com. Take care.